Welcome back to Bankrupt Overland. I'm so excited. Let's go. What's up, man? Oh, well, life has been life lately, and we haven't been able to record in quite some time. So I'm just freaking amped to get back down to the dungeon and uh, put a session with the guys. Cheers. Cheers. It's been a while. Cheers. It has been a while. Cheers. Can you hear it on the mic if I cheers? The I, just, mic? I just tapped I the mic, so we'll see. see if it comes <laughs> out. <laughs> <Will you edit? laughs> people's eardrums are going to explode when they hear that. Oh, yeah, man. I hope right. Just making people, <laughs> making people unfollow as we go. <laughs> wow. Man, well, what's been going you know, on? If Holy you don't smoke. have haters, you aren't doing it right, right? Is that how it I works? Think, what? What? <laughs> I think that's something how it like works. That. Like there's, there's some movie about it, I think. Mm. Um, but yeah, man, guys. Yeah, so y'all have y'all been Oof. overlanding at all since we talked? <laughs> Dude, I've been overlanding the shit out of my rig. I think I stayed at at least one K away. I was like, wow, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. What secrets was... are you going to unfold? <laughs> I mean, they had a blob, like an air blob. They had a that, pool. That, cool. They had a playground. Um, I mean, they had washers and dryers and bath. I mean, no, hey, that shit sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think we're going to offend the bushcrafters, but the blob sounds pretty cool, bro. It does sound pretty awesome. It was cool. It was probably 40 feet long by 20 feet wide, and it was just full oh. of like air. It was like a big bounce house. That's amazing. It was 16 and under, though, so I couldn't go Oh, out. bummer. There's yeah, probably weight uh, limit, so I wouldn't even been able to get on there anyway. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. No, I did do some real camping, though. I mean, I did say at a KOA. I think I've gone two other times um, while we've been gone, and I did do some trails. Um, <clears throat> I did do okay. Prentice Cooper. Um, mm-hmm. I did Haley's Road. Um, I did some cool um, rock obstacles at the top of Haley's Road. Um, nice ended up breaking some u-joints and then i ended up driving on those u-joints for two weeks because i was too lazy to change them (laughs) nice um and then i finally um at the preschool pickup like was going through the line and it was like clank 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 (laughs) and like the moms are like pulling their kids out of the way and i'm like okay it's probably time to uh it's making like poppy noises so i'm like it's probably time to just like fix these yeah um (laughs) yeah so i ended up getting new u-joints and stuff but yeah hitting hitting some trails and kind of getting ready for some rally prep um it's coming up soon so um i don't know if we want to get into that now but rally prep yeah before we go into it i do have a similar story to you um where last week i was pulling in to drop my kids off and the rear caliper on my land cruiser decided to seize up so i rolled in smoking off of the, <laughs> the rotor yeah and oh, man Wyatt, Wyatt gets out and he's like of course there's parents around he's like dad dad your <laughs> land cruiser's smoking back here man <laughs> i'm like let's bring more Wyatt attention to the fact that my junk is smoking in the drop-off line right now <laughs> oh man that's amazing. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so yeah, bile anchors are people. They're super reliable. <laughs> My wife's rear caliper stuck on her hundred series too. And I had to do a emergency like last minute um fix. I was I went to Vegas for work and I was mm-hmm. gone for a whole week and she was driving 
you know, all over the place. And when I get back, uh, I think it was like Friday night, I got back at like midnight and Saturday morning. She's like, Hey, my car was kind of making like a funny sound when I was pushing the brakes. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh God, yep. that's my fault. Um, and I go and take the back tire off or I pull it out of the garage. I'm like, let's, I just want to hear it. And I mean, it's the most horrendous sound ever. It sounds like nails on a <laughs> it's making a funny sound. It's the worst. <laughs> I'm like, how did you even get home? Yeah. I took the, the, the rear passenger tire off. I checked all the pads and the rear rear passenger was the, the, the culprit. Mm-hmm. And there was absolutely zero pad left. I mean, it was just pad metal on metal. The pad was completely worn out. So, wow. Ended up doing a uh, quick fix for that, but got it back on the road the next day. Took the grinder to the discs, smoothed them out, and they're good as new. Wow. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Love a garage a little fix. quick tra- trail garage fix. Yeah. Nice. So caught it before it did too much damage to the rotor, but that's good. Yeah. Cause I don't know. For me, I don't, I don't typically have people turn the rotors. I just buy any rotors, but if it's not as much damage, you know, might as well just take a quick little angle grinder to it and smooth yeah, it out. I mean, there was a couple little grooves in there, but the grooves just transfer into the pads and you get more surface area, right? If Is that how little... that works? <laughs> I mean, I think so. It's like a taper. It, it, make, it makes the pads fit yeah. better, it's right? Like, yeah, yeah. It keeps them from falling out next time. So <laughs> it'll hold them on there. <laughs> if there's any engineers listening, please shoot us a message on uh, Bankrupt Overland Podcast. Yeah. And, uh, let us know please. if that's true or not. <laughs> please tell us where we're right and wrong in our uh, please. mechanical abilities. Oh, I man. made it to Shade Tree over at the yeah. summer in my mechanical abilities. So well, congratulations on that certificate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's on my LinkedIn now. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> oh, uh, so you mentioned rally prep. So before yes. we get into rally prep, I think I think that's a. This is about to be a big topic, I think, because a yes. lot of stuff happened when we were doing our closeout of the last podcast that we mm-hmm. haven't talked about yet on the podcast. So number one, a recap of what we are doing with with Red Clay Rally. So. The bankrupt team is sponsoring a giveaway. Uh, This is going to be a really nice giveaway. Um, We're valuing it between $500 to $1,000 is what we're going to be putting into it. Um, This is going to be for all four teammates. So we're going to have four of everything in this. So it's not going to be like, hey, here's a box of cool shit. Y'all split it up. Um, It'll be legitimate. And we're going to be giving away that uh, prize pack to the team at the Red Clay Rally who picks up uh the most trash on the trails so zach's gonna have someone who's working at the at the rally when you come in uh to turn your time slip in you'll turn your time slip in then you'll drop your trash off with this individual who's doing that they'll get your weight they'll document it and at the end of the rally whoever has the most trash in there is going to get this prize pack uh and it's gonna be pretty sweet we're pretty excited about it we're pretty pumped to yeah, to get, awesome. get back involved with mm-hmm. uh the rally in that way um, so we talked about it at the end of the last podcast, wanted to make sure we brought it up at the beginning of this podcast. So, Definitely. uh, if you're listening and you're a competitor, get your trash ready. If you got a homie <laughs> that's in a, in a pickup truck, make sure you keep the bed empty to throw in couches yep. or whatever you may yeah. find along the way. Cause I think I'm thinking like strategy guys. I'm like, Oh man. Yeah. If like, you get I'm, one try, couch? I'm trying to find the biggest thing I can find I want, and just load I want, up. <laughs> I want people to pull tires and cars out of there, man. That's one of my yeah, goals. Is. Yeah. I remember oh, so he did this two years ago, mm-hmm. the year before you did it, Jeff. And there was this big red, 
um, old body style Ford pickup truck that used to do it. It was on like 40 inch tires. And I remember that one. They literally would fill that truck up every day of trash, like tires. I mean, they, they, they brought in probably 50% of the trash that was brought in that year. And they just, every time they were out, they loaded that truck up every time. That's awesome. So if you got somebody that's got a truck, this is a pretty cool strategy to be able to get, you know, it's, it's equivalent to one of the price packs you get when you win the rally as well. Mm -hmm. So that's our kind of thought process into it. So it's um, definitely worth it. And uh, think about how you're going to be able to do that because it'll be a pretty sweet giveaway. Pretty pumped about it. Um, Secondly, Sorry, guys. Second, two part. Okay. <laughs> we have found it. our fourth teammate on Team Bankrupt Overland. No we way. Who's that? Talked about this yet on the on, oh, the, on the podcast. That was a decision that happened after the podcast. So yeah. Okay. Um. So who who's who's, who, uh, who's the guy? Who is it? A drum roll, please. Oh. I don't know if my mic. Yeah. Overland Steve. No, I'm actually. What is You're this? Gonna do it. You're gonna do I'm it. not You're just gonna, gonna do it, people. <laughs> I know. Oh, I finally got man. sliders, and I feel like a whole new woman. So, uh... <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, <laughs> you got sliders. Wait, yeah, man. Did you say you were a woman? Yeah. Hey, I mean, listen, cool. it's 2022. You know, it's uh, <laughs> everything's fluid nowadays. No, yeah. So, uh, I was coerced, talked into. Uh, I don't think those are the right words. I was, I was approached, and I'm uh, twisted. Yeah, no. Um, Did we I'm actually. It? Well, no, it was. It? I think it was like after. We're we recording beers. still. Then can we go back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we. I may have cut my recording a little too soon for that one. But uh, <laughs> um, no, it was. It was at the end of the podcast after we got done recording, and we're just talking. We kind of just have a hangout session because that's really how this podcast started. Right? Is mm-hmm. we just we just yeah. wanted us three to just kind of hang out, and then it became a podcast. So. We were talking and, you know, y'all needed a, another driver. And I was like, well, I won't be there if uh, you guys want to win, but I will be there if we want to have a good time. And uh, I'm excited because I get to learn uh, more about my vehicle and the various dynamics and very controlled environment. So it's going to be a big learning opportunity for me. Uh, for those that don't know, um, I've been wheeling for, I guess, a, a, right around a decade. Um, my first manual uh, Wrangler, uh, and I've been wheeling ever since. But my style of wheeling has always been independent travel. So now I get to experience and kind of test the limits of my, my personal limits and then also the limits of a, uh, I wouldn't say a stock vehicle, but a, a vehicle that would have that has ma- mostly stock equipment, right? 33-inch tires, sliders, bumpers, AHC, and that's that's all an a track and that's all i really have to to tackle the red clay rally so um i set out two objectives is a i want to finish the rally uh b i want to learn a lot and i think running with you guys um i know i'll be in good hands you guys are like oh, running state, with the so. with a with a placing team <laughs> a team that podium last year yeah i'm just kidding <laughs> so no i'm i'm very excited and i'm very honored that you guys would take me under your wing um and and kind of challenge me in my skills and abilities so i'm super stoked about that and uh yeah um oh it's gonna be I, so it, much fun you're gonna love oh, it uh it, it's, blast. yeah it, i'm so stoked about it so i've already started some some red clay rally prep of my own um Ooh. the biggest thing was 
uh, I got rid of my tent. So ended up selling that tent that I've, yeah, I've loved pretty fast. Yeah, actually, it's kind of cool because uh, the gentleman I went to, I met him in a parking lot of our work and he had a a really nice, well-built JKU. And uh, we just got to talking and then just kind of went our, went our separate ways. You know, we, uh, we both were kind of interested and engaged in this overland world. So I guess this was in 2017 ish. Um, and then just kind of, you know, we went our separate ways and hadn't really talked since, but then he found out I was selling my tent and he just hit me up. He was like, Hey, you know, I, uh, I, I need a tent. My family's growing. Uh, let's kind of work a deal and sure enough i worked a deal with him and uh nice. got it sold pretty quick so you know surprisingly That's awesome so yeah he's um awesome guy his name's blake he has a uh eco diesel jlu with an ursa minor Ooh. oh yeah it's kitted out. oh wow Goose okay gear, that everything. is not your everyday trip. that's not just not. a jku no no it's it's <laughs> You brand, left that part yeah. out. <laughs> it's I would have new, led so. with that part. But that's <laughs> so he has me. a very well built JL. <laughs> um, he actually just finished a, a Moab trip with his his wife, and uh, she was actually pregnant awesome. at the time. So congratulations, Blake! Blake, you have a a beautiful son. So um, awesome, you know. So yeah, they uh, really really great people, um, and I'm glad it's going to a good home. It's actually just up the road from me in, in Franklin, so. Uh, he's going to that's cool. he's going to put it on a trailer actually so he kind of ran into the same issue that i'm running into is you know you don't really have enough room in a, a, a tent like that for three people safely with the child so um he's going to use his ursa minor it's a JLU. double double yeah. tent, you know mm-hmm. so yeah and then you can uh, cook in there in bad weather and, and then mm-hmm. you can have sleeping for you know they can split it up so that's oh awesome. yeah so it's uh it's going to be an awesome, awesome set uh, situation for him. So, uh, and I, I know, I know the, I know the guy, so um, I know he's going to take really good care of it. He's also an engineer. So super OCD about things um, as most engineers are. So <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it, it's good to know that it's going to uh, a good, you know, a good home. So, um, but nice. yeah, that, that pulled, gosh, that pulled probably 250 pounds off my roof. Um Yeah. Which is a Did you take the rack off too? No, the rack is going to stay for my uh, rack stay. Two, okay. Yeah, two seventy degree awning. So that's right. Okay. Um, total when I was fully outfitted, I had probably three hundred pounds on the roof because the tent itself, without the ladder, is two hundred twenty pounds. Oh, the wow. awning, yeah, the awning is like sixty-seven pounds. I had some okay. big brackets on there. So it was it was approaching three hundred pounds on the roof, and it, I, I said. You know, if I'm gonna wheel with these guys, I know how they they like to to go. I don't want that. Well, yeah. You know? Considering LJ took <laughs> his don't. tent off, yeah, took his tent we off don't get to year. choose where yeah, we go. That's uh, true. And if I'd have had that tent on last year, it would Oof. it would not have been as comfortable as yeah. it was. That downhill, like, that drop at nighttime. Oh God, mm. I was sketched in my rig. Oh, and I had three wheels on the roofs. But, I was on three uh, wheels. <laughs> Wow. Solid axle vehicle with all the articulation you could ask for. <laughs> yeah. That's and wild. I was scared. So yeah, that 300 pounds on the roof, you're going to be, you're going to be thanking Jesus for yeah. that one. Oh, it, I can already <laughs> yeah. tell a difference. Um, I was actually, it's kind of interesting. I did a little fuel economy. I don't want to take up the whole podcast about this, but I did a little fuel economy test. So I have family in Huntsville. And so um, 
I, before, when I had the tent and everything equipped on there, I was averaging 10 miles per gallon city highway. doesn't matter. Uh, when I drew, yeah, when I drove down there, I was getting, uh, 11.5 miles per gallon. So I was like, okay, well that I would, I would have thought that I would have gotten a little bit better fuel economy. So then talking with a couple of buddies, they said, well, what tire pressures are you running? I said, well, I'm running 32, 34s. And like, try, try 40 PSI. I was like, okay, whatever. And I ran the exact same route and my uh, fuel economy with 30, 30, uh, 40 PSI, no tent, no awning on the roof was 13.2 miles per gallon. Hey, okay. So, so I mean that, that now it doesn't sound like a big increase, but percentage wise, you know, that's a pretty big that's increase of, from what I was getting. It's, so yes, 18% jump. Yeah. That's, yeah. For yeah. Tire pressure changes <laughs> and a, taking yeah. 10 off. That's a good pretty good. I, well, I was <laughs> most surprised about the tire pressure changes. If I'm being honest, you know, I guess I was running a little bit lower pressures than what a lot of people run. I don't know what y'all, well, what do y'all run? <laughs> what you were running. <laughs> So yeah, you run like 33 32. to 38, you know, kind of a okay. thing, but yeah, with yeah. the MTs, I can see MTs, lower tire pressure definitely creates more of a drag. Definitely. So the max tire pressure on the SCT pros are, is 80 PSI. So I knew within, with 40 PSI, I was perfectly fine. And it was a little bit rougher. Like if you hit potholes or whatever the, the, mm-hmm. the roads, but like, it wasn't that noticeable. Like it wasn't uncomfortable. So uh, I'm going to keep running with 40 PSI and see, see kind of how the tire wears and what happens there. Well, speaking of new tires, <laughs> I also, also see new tires behind uh, you yes, on yes. another vehicle. Can we talk about this as well? Cause of this course. is another big change in, so, the, in, in the family here. Yeah. Just a <laughs> yeah, few things. Just, just a few things. So uh, I was, I was a little uh, jealous of, jeff's solid axles so i went ahead and bought a (laughs) (laughs) no this is a a a replacement for uh, my wife's vehicle so she gets the fun i told her you know the past two vehicles i've gotten um and fun vehicles for us right the first one was the the jku manual six-speed manual um vehicle and then i bought the land cruiser once i traded in that that jku and so i said now it's your turn to get whatever vehicle you want i don't care have fun with it you know and so she picked um the vehicle that's behind me you can't see it but it's a 2017 jeep wrangler unlimited 75th anniversary edition so um it has the front bumpers has our front steel bumpers rear steel bumpers tow hooks um it has led headlights uh nice. it's a hard top yep so a uh, black hard top and then color match fenders i'm trying to describe it for our listeners and we just threw on some uh nato ridge grapplers in uh 285-70-17s it's so a beautiful, um, beautiful car. Like I love yeah, the, thank like you. looking at it, the white yeah. with the with the tan interior, yeah. interior, and then the tan kind of matches the wheels a little it bit. It does because like, they're a little the bit bronze. Flow. Yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, the color the whole... flow on it with the badging and everything is. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big fan. I <laughs> oh, appreciate that. Yeah. Well, it yeah, was looks good. Thank you. Yeah, Jessica wanted a white Jeep, oh, a white Wrangler with tan seats, and you'd be. It's really difficult to find that combination. We found the black leather seats pretty pretty often, but these have the uh, the kind of a saddle brown leather and just absolutely beautiful leather seats. So <clears throat> it was really well maintained. It was has like had under fifty thousand miles when we got it, um, and it's just been it's been awesome. You know, the first 
couple of days she had it when we had nice weather she pulled the doors off and the, the top down and so just oh, the yeah. whole the yeah enjoying the the whole jeep thing so is, it, um, is the front off of it right now is that what i no, see no 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 that's my oh. seat yeah no but the the top part is off yeah the freedom panels yeah. are off yeah okay yeah, that's, that's chocolate. Yeah, okay. yeah yep yeah. the freedom it's panels nice are off. around here right oh, now yeah. like i was i was out all day i've been out in the jeep the last two days because it's yeah just nice. weather. yeah yep she uh she pulled the top off um I guess the, the freedom panels, I guess it was Saturday or Sunday, whenever the, that we had that cold front roll through uh, and has absolutely been enjoying it. So, um, yeah, it's it's exciting because I, I was able to get her a vehicle that she wanted with no compromises. And um, she's really loved this vehicle um, since we got it. So it's it, I think it even has bigger tires than mine. I'm not I'm not exactly sure. I think it's <laughs> which is kind of funny. I think they're like they're all like 34 point something, 34.2s or something. But yeah, nice. she got she got sliders, rock sliders quicker than I got rock sliders, bigger tires, and I got tires. <laughs> so yeah, so, it's, hey, uh, are you taking this to the rally or are you taking no, the Land well, Cruiser to the rally? <laughs> I'm taking yeah, the, the Land Cruiser. Yeah, because this one's it was funny because we were looking at a Rubicon. Just saying. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were looking at a Rubicon and I said, if if we get this Rubicon, I'm taking this one to the rally because it has the lockers, <laughs> the, the sway bar disconnect. She's like, okay, whatever, Steven. <laughs> but this one uh d- doesn't have any of the lockers or, or sway bar disconnects so um i think i'm gonna take if, if i'm gonna run with y'all i'm gonna take the land cruiser so you'll definitely you gotta be bring, more comfortable i'm the cruiser yeah. you're in the cruiser you're good we gotta, yeah we got we two and two that are gonna that's, be in <laughs> that's right two and two so we gotta keep we need to get y'all company. some stickers that says jeep recovery vehicles uh, <laughs> yeah i need to beef up my recovery points for in the back for, for the jeeps that are gonna be behind me <laughs> uh so wait a second does this make us like a jeep podcast now or we still uh, have yeah. a podcast? i don't know i don't think so, don't think so. <laughs> i We're... am sitting in my garage with my jeep in the background so i'm basically lj so yeah you're trying to be you're <laughs> trying to be lj here it's feeling it's feeling like we might be a jeep podcast know, a little know. bit i don't know probably um, a little bit more marketable if that was the th- case, there's probably but... more there are definitely more jeepers than toyota I don't know, yeah. but if you, if you if you account for like, this is a good question. If you account, so Jeep obviously has the Wrangler, and well now you have the the Gladiator as well, but mm-hmm. you don't have a large variety of Jeep vehicles that you can get out on the trail with, right? You kind of have sure. a a very select few vehicles they build had to be off roaders. Yeah. yeah, and but with Toyota, you have the Forerunner, you have the GX, you have the Land Cruiser, you have the Tacoma. Right off the off the, the top, tundra. And, tundra. and the tundra. I, I, the tundra is a little big. Yeah. I don't normally put it in like the the off roading crowd, but um, it's oh, and in the, there. Sequoia. Yeah. the Sequoia, the Sequoia TRD Pro. So you're <laughs> talking like I think if when you when you put all six of these vehicles in a group yeah. and all and all the jeeps in a group, I think you you mm-hmm. have a pretty even disbursement of of, of market say. maybe yeah, i don't know what do you I'd think say. that's a good question i don't know well, I, I was i was just thinking about that so like you also have like the the subcategories of jeep so you have the jeep cherokee which has like locking rear differentials and and a lift and things like that now it's not a traditional wrangler it's it's all i think it's uh, uh independent all around so it's like a lr yeah. defender style but it does yeah. have locking rear differentials you know so yeah. do you see I know there's one guy that that keeps up with us on Instagram that has a Cherokee that he gets oh. out there and wheels with. Um, but are there any? Do y'all see a lot of folks out that 
in the newer Cherokees? You say these locking rear differentials? I didn't know that. Yeah, so the, the Cherokee Trailhawk mm-hmm. has uh, locking rear differentials. Yep. It has oh. two-inch lift, the big yeah. toe hooks, mm-hmm. the, the badging for it. Kinda is like, that the, like is the, the Renegade Trailhawk? No, uh, I don't know if the Renegade No, the trail Cherokee Trailhawk. I, I know Cherokee, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So yes. it's like, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so um, I did see, speaking of Jeep, since we're a Jeep podcast now, uh, yes. they did like a like yes. a EV release. Jeff is red. Jeff <laughs> yeah, is red. Is. is that his lighting? Or... I think it's like, <laughs> he's like, end, he's end the podcast. He's <laughs> I'm done I'm here. <laughs> Let me put my white background on. <laughs> there we go. I'm looking red over um, here. <laughs> um, Jeep just announced what's called their recon, which is their fully electric. Did you saw see that? that? That's I'm huh. excited. I am a big fan of fully electric vehicles. I think the technology cool and it is cool. And because I'm a technologist at heart, uh, any new technology is exciting technology for me. So Jeep recons are sound pretty cool. Take doors off. Oh, so I'm looking at it. It looks like yeah. a mini Hummer almost. Yeah, it's wild. It looks like right? H three or whatever. But it's a full hybrid. Um, That's and cool. Yeah. Will you share so, it out, Jeff? Yeah, Let's check this thing um, out together. It's already set up, yeah. baby. You got it. You can share away. I, I was, <laughs> I was surprised. <laughs> There's the Jeep. Oh, they got the pictures right by the Game yep. of Thrones ocean. The photoshopped picture of it on yep. the Jeep. Like, there's no tire tracks behind. Like, how does None. that work? Yep. Come on, Jeep. You're better than that. So see if no you can get some collection. more pictures on there because uh, they have. So you can take the doors off. Um, you can oh. take the glass panels off on that one. So very much Wrangler esque. Um, now, yeah, the so Jeep released the Recon Extreme, which is like there's comes from the factory 37s. But that the one that you have up, pulled up um, is like a concept picture of, and this should be coming out next year, I think. Maybe so 2024. Oh, 2024. Yeah, okay, it'll so probably released end of end of next year. Okay. Uh, yeah. I wonder what I wonder if there's any specs on like the wheelbase and stuff and and clearance departure angles to see if like you because they have right yeah. now the marketing is is like all off roading and mm-hmm. and that same Bronco yeah. type of feel of get out yeah. and, and enjoy but is it a vehicle that'll be built to the specs of like a Bronco or a Wrangler to be able to take a turnkey and be go very out? Curious. It's a unibody, so it's not a body on okay. frame. So I don't know if which you can... has its benefits. Sure. I mean, yeah. Not a ton for like going crazy off road high speed, but sure. you know, if you're just going slow, I mean, well, I mean, look how, way. look how iconic the, the, the Jeep XJ, the, the original Cherokees yeah. were, or the Comanches, you know, the, the long live the Jeep, XJ the Jeep trucks. Yep. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So like they're, they're legendary unibody vehicles, but yeah, I'm just very excited about the, um, that new recon because it's fully electric off-road capable and how cool would it be to be running down a, a dirt road with no sound right like you just hear tires hitting rocks and then nature That'd be cool like that's that sounds so cool to me you know you wouldn't need to do a dual battery for a fridge you just plug that shit right there in you there. go oh there you go you got your own battery regenerative <laughs> yeah, braking good. baby you're good that's can we hook cool. solar into it probably uh, <laughs> It's not enough. <laughs> not there yet. Not there yet. Unfortunately, the, the six amps that we're gonna get in. No. Yeah. So, oh man. So yeah, cool, lots Steve. of lots of You've changes on my end. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Very busy. So uh, I got I got invited. Else? to um, Go ahead. 
I, well, I got invited with y'all. I was like, I got to make sure that I'm ready. Red clay rally ready, you know, you rally ready. So <laughs> yeah. So race um, rally ready. Yeah. Something kind of wacky, uh, real quick. Um, I had a clicking, uh, kind of the, the traditional CV axle clicking, uh, that whenever your CVs are going out, um, I first experienced it actually at our, uh, bankrupt boondoggle, um, up in Georgia is when I first experienced that clicking. What a, what a great name. The bankrupt, bankrupt boondoggle. Yeah, man. Uh, I like that name. <laughs> That's got to stick. We got to make sure that sticks, guys. Okay. That's okay. I like stick. it. Name of our bankrupt, <laughs> bankrupt boondoggle. I like it. Um, so, yeah, I, I was getting a little clicking um, when I was turning hard passenger uh, in, in high range or in the, the high setting on uh, AHC and then in low range. Found out that that necessarily low range doesn't matter. Um, but what it ended up happening is I had uh, there's like a little fiberglass. I wouldn't call it a, a skid plate or anything. It's just like a know, air diffuser block or something that my tire caught on it. Well, I was I was prepping to spend $1,200 for axles before the rally, right? Part of the whole rally prep. I was like, you know what? Before, before I pull the trigger on these axles from a George Toyota, let me just do one more check. Let me just... So I jacked the truck up. I didn't see anything. Axle, you know, the boots were... We're perfectly fine. Like there's no tears in the boots. There's nothing like that. Um, and I was like, let me just try to replicate the sound one more time before I spend all this money on these axles. So started driving circles in my front yard, ended up finding that when I was turning hard passenger in high in, in the high setting on AHC, that clicking happened. So I stopped the vehicle as soon as I heard the first click. And I was like, kind of in the middle of the road, actually. So like, <laughs> I, I, said said video. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I was in the <laughs> middle of the road yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I just gotta, I just gotta find what this clicking is. And, and sure enough, it's just a little fiberglass tab that my tire must've caught and then broke off. And that, that was the clicking that I've been hearing. So save myself $1,200. That's um, awesome. Buying axles, That's a phenomenal so. story. I love when that happens. Yeah. That's I so rare, love but, it. So, uh, yeah, it's well because like I, you guys aren't the only people I sent the initial video to. Everybody was like, "That sounds like your CVs are going." It's just the ominous clicking. You know, everybody who's had a bad CV has heard this before. So yeah, yeah, everybody's like, "Yeah, your CVs are going." So I was like, "All righty, well, I guess I better bite the bullet." But yeah, it's it was a cool find. I'm I'm pretty proud of myself to to figure that one out and. And now I have, you know, um, I don't need to buy brand new CVs. <laughs> now you just go to AutoZone and spend yeah. $100 for their lifetime warranty ones and keep one as a spare. You know what? There's yeah. there's someone that, that thinks that that might be the the way because it's almost like a feasible link in that sense. It right? sure is. Instead of grenading your, your differentials, uh, you grenade I'm running a CV. A, I'm running an AutoZone CV on my wife's 100. I put it nice. in three three years ago and mm-hmm. things perfectly fine. Obviously I don't wheel with it. So that, that changes things because it's in, it's within its spec all the time. Sure. But, yeah. You know, that's my trail I mean, spare. It's, it's gotten me home once for sure. I was nice. two hours away and it was when I blew the diff. We thought it was a CV. So we changed it and oh, it found out it was oh, a diff right. after. And I was like, I'm not pulling this CV back out. No. I'll just do that when I do the diff. No. So we left the, the <laughs> CV. I was just rolling at that point. It wasn't doing yeah. anything, but yeah. Yeah. 
Mm. They'll uh they'll work right. in a pinch, and when you when you need a CV, you, you want to have a CV with you. Right, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> uh, and the cool thing, thing is, about the hundreds is they're interchangeable, right? They're interchangeable left and right driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So, other good news is we'll have I'll have a CV at the at the Red Clay Rally in the event one of our vehicles may need it. Man, <laughs> I hope see, it stays in. That's awesome because like. I don't have the the trail tools that that y'all have built over the years, the right? Because my millimeter, <laughs> yeah, like all my it's stuff has been very conservative. <laughs> so um, I wanted to talk to you about. I was thinking maybe after the podcast, but um, yeah, I just I got to figure out things I need to bring, or you know, maybe things you can bring that we can use if I damage something. <laughs> yeah, well, we we normally have like a a team meeting. I don't know. What do you think, Jeff? Like four to five weeks out, which we're probably not that far from it now. Yeah, it's getting close. Yeah, it's but getting up there. We get a Zoom meeting, kind of talk about, you nice. know, make sure everybody's good, what they're going to bring. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I guess I'll bring the CV, even though I won't be in the Land Cruiser. I'll, I can throw the CV in the Land Cruiser, and that way it's okay. there, at least in the event it's Sweet. needed. Um, but, yeah, we'll all get together and talk through who's bringing what tools because we don't need four high lift jacks. We need, <laughs> no. you know, maybe two, but really just one yeah. at the end of the day and a bottle Jack probably will get us fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, so any, in any situation really, but yeah, that way we don't just carry too much crap with us. Sure. Um, keep it light. Um, cool. But yeah. So what else do you have for prep? Is that, is that, I mean, are you pretty much ready? You're just going to send the, the landy as it is. I mean, is a landy. You can do that. I They're think, landies. I think so. I think um, the only other thing I might do is pull off my rear bumper. Last trip, I, I kind of, uh, smacked it real good a couple times. So yeah, the rear bumper cover. Yeah. So, I would yeah. recommend doing that coming okay. from a guy who has a factory bumper. Mine <laughs> scrapes all the time, okay. all the time. Okay. It's all so, uh, coming from the guy who has the highest clearance rear bumper you can have on a Land <laughs> Cruiser. Labs. Yep. I recommend taking it off. Uh, basically <laughs> okay. we were two hours, three hours into the first day and uh, Eric came over the radio and he was like, I've lost count of how many times your bumper has hit <laughs> coming off of the ledge. And I was like, and I looked over at Billy and he was like, I think we're at 21. <laughs> like, I am not wow. kidding. Yeah. Like we were just coming off these, it was all these ledges and mm-hmm. just the, the rear, the land cruiser. So it's got a lot of, got a lot of ass back there. It and does. sometimes it, it just drops down on it. Yeah. So yeah. the good thing is it drops down on the frame, and that's how the, the mm-hmm. Four Labs bumper is set up that way to where you're right on the frame. So for you, once you set the okay. bumper cover off, you'll I mean mm-hmm. you'll just have your frame back there that you'll get to slide yeah. on. <laughs> Which Perfect. It's built in sliders. Doesn't sound, I guess, as good <laughs> when it comes yeah. out, but <laughs> As long as you don't go halt, go you know, hammer down hard on sure, the back, yeah, you, you yeah. should be okay. <laughs> right, yeah. So <laughs> I, I think that's the last. I, oh, I I think I might try to get lower ball joints um, in okay. um, before the rally. They're not. Ooh, they're not. That's bad, a bad failure like, point, though. Yeah, that's something that I don't want to fail. So uh, I think, unfortunately, uh, and Kurt, if you're listening. Maybe you can hook me up. Uh, he only has one five 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 in stock, oh, uh, so I need two. So yeah. there's another. There's like Cruiser Yards, I think, that has a two pack for like ninety bucks. I might, I might snag. But um, I think the lower ball joints actually. Uh, I, I'm kind of ashamed to admit this, but 
I probably needed lower ball joints before I went in uh, for my big Moab trip. Um, it was making some sounds, and our boy Sheldon shot it with some snap-on grease, and it had been good since then, but that's not what I want to bring to the rally. So, <laughs> snap-on uh, Yeah, he said he used his grease from a snap-on or gun or whatever he uses for his tools. So, I mean, yeah, it he, might have been dry. I mean, have you have you had a drive shaft that makes noise, and then you grease it, and then it stops making noise? Yeah. Same oh, concept. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My U-joints at the rally the first year. Mm-hmm. You know, they were clicking like crazy. I thought they were going to explode <laughs> and I ended up driving on them the whole rest of the rally and mm. half of a year. And then before the last year's rally, I was like, I probably should change those because they were clicking. So, <laughs> I mean, that's a testament to Toyota, right? Like we, we, we all obsess about these sort of things, but though the way I guess the architecture is, is that they can handle so much more abuse than what we, we give it credit for. So, uh, but I do think, LBJs are um, a failure point that I don't want to fail, right? So just to be proactive in it. And like I said, it's like 90 bucks. I know a couple people that have the tools to to pop those out of the yeah. lowers nice. and um, get it installed. So I'll probably do that, but I think that's it. I mean, oh, I guess one more thing is I got to get my electrical panel sorted out right now just kind of zip tied and hung on my rear grab bars but nah, yeah nah. <laughs> beyond yeah. that you can, nah. you can do that you can do yeah. that the day of the rally That's day no the rally. okay cool yeah. just tap into my power I'm, i got you okay. got yeah 20. hey bring your table saw i'll bring some three-quarter inch uh yeah I'll, I'll bring it okay. we're gonna bring a smoker this year are you really we're gonna bring a smoker and run it bring a smoker yeah, I'm gonna let Billy know. He will literally have something cooking the entire time yeah. there. My smoker is probably like 350 pounds, so Dave's gonna bring his smoker. He's a little oh bit of smaller one. God, <laughs> so he's gonna bring his electric, you know, smoker, and we're gonna plug it in my batteries while we're at the rally and have some brisket or something and ready to go. That sounds amazing, that dude. Is so exciting. Yeah, oh. we'll go all out this year. Yeah. All out. We, like we, we already go all out. Like, yeah. <laughs> the fryer will be there. We will have homemade fries. We're just going all outer now. Uh, like all more. Just... <laughs> we'll be known as that camp. Already that camp. Yeah. Like we had already going that? every night. Like they were like, who are those jackasses watching? A <laughs> Look movie at those right overlanders, now. whatever. <laughs> and then they guys won third place and they podiums. <laughs> hey, we're just comfortable. We've been sitting yeah. here for a while, guys. We've been back for a oh, minute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's funny uh it's like john daly i don't know if y'all saw that interview but they had him on and they were like hey john tell us some hillbilly things and he was like guys i'm not gonna lie to you i'm already drunk (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing it's Uh, like that's how i felt uh most most nights when we were rolling in i'm like guys i already already went over that i've already partied yeah (laughs) y'all are driving has entered the building <laughs> um, I'm well, very shit, excited Steve. and honored. Yep, we're pumped to have you on it. I'm excited oh, to experience the rally in a little bit different way, and yep. just kind of chill back. Of course, I'm taking the Jeep, so I don't want to like tear it up either. So it'll be sure. fun to get out and because I'll be I'll be testing limits on it as mm-hmm. well on my side. That'll yeah. be the first real test with that, and we'll have Dave's Jeep, which is another old Jeep CJ that. Yeah. We'll really be testing limits on that one as well. So it's going to be fun cool. to get out there and take three rigs and kind of really put them, put them Four. to where they're at. 
Mm-hmm. Four, well, four. Yeah, but yours is four like total. you're going to be pulling all of us out. And you're like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, savvy veteran right now. (laughs) (laughs) I I got, I I need to fix a couple things. I got some clunking going on. So yeah, I'm I'm waiting for parts, but I might just send it. We'll see. What do you have to do to get your linkers ready? So the most important thing was I'm leaking oil. So I'm fixing that. Not a lot of oil, but it's just like the drip. It's just a gasket and the oil pump. Nothing major. Very simple, but it's annoying because I have cardboard in my garage and my Mm. 80s never leaked anything until uh, about two months ago. It started leaking. Um, So I think that uh, it's time to do the oil pump gasket and the the front main seal. Um, So those need to get done. So I'm taking care of those. Um, I ordered some 529s. Um, I'm doing some other. <laughs> Wait, I was like, you can't <laughs> skip over that, man. That's the... Hold yeah, on. Let's rewind this real quick. It's the, oh, the button. So you ordered, yeah, you ordered some new gears? Is that what yeah, you yeah. I got some new gears coming. I'm still yes. waiting on from Nitro. They're lagging. I ordered them on the first. They were in stock. I called. Some very They're, rough things recently about nitro. They said that they had 11 people in their warehouse. Now they have two. So yeah, they're having a tough time um, right now. I shot a, a, one of the people like the marketing people or something like an email <laughs> that I found and they're like, Oh, let me go see if I can push it up. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> wow. But yeah, I went with five, nines, eh? five 29s from four eleven. So it's a big jump. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be a little bit slower on my top end. I'll be about six to 700 RPMs higher um, on the freeway. So at mm-hmm. 80, 80 miles per hour GPS, I'll be about 3000 RPMs. So it's getting up Ooh, there. You burn compared to like, <laughs> yeah. Compared to like 22, 2300. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, that means I can put a little bit bigger tire on it in the future. So yep. I can go to 37s when these ones wear out and I don't really drive it that fast really. Uh, except you get on out. three wheels down your mountain i mean you uh, say you don't drive. yeah <laughs> those, those tires look pretty today. worn out jeff it looks like they, they might need to get replaced here before ready october they could probably fit on the, the wife's car don't you dare put patagonias <laughs> on your wife's land cruiser <laughs> you'll be shunned <laughs> oh I'll just put those in the trailer. So I'll have there 35s you go. There to 33s. You and then go. I'll have two spares. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so excited to do that. I'm trying to figure out somewhere to get them installed. I might try and do it myself. Um, wow. But Is this a pre-rally installation? I, I'm trying to do it before the rally. So I, mm. I originally bought them because I had some little bit of clunking in the front. I thought it was diff play. But mm. now that I think about it, I think it's the axle into the burr field or the burr field into the hub that I have mm-hmm. some play, hopefully not the axle into the carrier. Um, but there is a decent amount of play in there. So, um, I'm not like not going to really know until I tear it apart. So I might have to be order some new, uh, burr fields or axles, which I just called RCV, RCV, RVC, RVC, I think. RVC today and they're three to four RCV. weeks out for axles. So I don't think that's going to happen for the rally. Mm-hmm. Um, so I might have to hit up um, Kurt and get some OEM replacements, um, Burfields or axles um, just to get going on that. Hopefully not a new carrier 
um, because that would not be a fun thing to purchase on top of years. So um, I need to, I need to, I need to take the front axle apart before so I can figure Mm. out what I need to order if I need to. So um, working on getting that done and uh, also was looking at doing new drive shafts, but I found out that the clunking wasn't the drive shaft. It was the U joints in the rear, but I might need to replace the U joints in the front um, as well, or possibly get a double card on in the front um, just to help out with, with a little bit of the lift and Mm -hmm. whatnot. So yeah, that's kind of the prep that I'm doing. Wow. I'm not going to paint it this year before the ducks, the duct tape from the trail fix LJ, when we were in that Creek, mm-hmm. the duct tape is still on there. No way. The same duct tape. Still well, on it's, it. it's duct tape. It, hell yeah. It's still on there. Yeah. It's, I think it was what it T-Rex does. It stays. Yeah. <laughs> I have two different types of duct tape because the regular duct tape matches my body paint (laughs) and the t-rex tape matches the fender so yeah oh yeah um, i think john gave my cruiser the name the duct taped 80 so um (laughs) it still lives and the duct tape's still on there along with some hot glue um and whatever else (laughs) i could find to stick the fenders back on there so you gotta love a toyota they just they just keep making it so, yeah, just keep making it. Well, you got you got quite this quite the list of things ahead of you. Joe. Well, <laughs> no. I'll, I'll say that, but you'll just like pop on Instagram for a week of stories, and you'll yeah. have it all done. Yeah, you'll be good. So and, uh, just... take some take some Adderall and just stay up all night working on gears. <laughs> uh, those are the best Instagram stories. I love waking up to those when you've been up to like two a.m. and mm-hmm. <laughs> you like locked since out I did those. Full a full day's work. I'm like, how oh, this guy moves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those are the good old days when I did the, when I did the engine, when I did the head, gasket, like head gasket. Yeah. I did that. I did that over a weekend and then I bought another 80 and did another head gasket and then moved here to the trailer. Um, yeah. It's fun to do those little, Jeez. little stories. I love the interaction with people. When I do those <laughs> stories, they're just like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Is it, what time zone are you in? And I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing right now. <laughs> I'm still figuring it out. <laughs> yep, exactly. So, yeah, I'm going to try and rush those. Worst case scenario, I won't have gears for the rally. So that'd be kind of bummed because otherwise I don't really need them. I mean, I need them anyways, but I'd love to have them in for the rally. But yeah, it's running you- and driving. So. Are you able to cancel? Like, are there other places where you could possibly order gears and get them here quicker? I haven't looked into that. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Does milk sell nitro or do they partner with nitro gears? I, um, I think they did. Yeah. At some, at one point, um, I was thinking East coast myself. Oh, East I know coast, if they have yeah. it in stock, oh, yeah. they'll get it to you in like a day. They'll have it out that day if mm. it's in stock, but they carry gotcha. multiple different brand so like you might they might have yukon yeah gear set for you or something like that yeah um, so it wouldn't be nitro but you have a different manufacturer i'm gonna take a look which at yukons are what's in the land cruiser now mm-hmm. in the front yeah <clears throat> gotcha That's i mean yeah so i got the whole kit with. the whole kit so a lot of places don't have the full kit um mm. so i got the install Uh-oh. kit and all that get all the bearings um, too yeah so yeah I, I don't i don't know um 
let's see. I mean, I'm looking on their website. It's cheap just for the ring and pinion. It's very cheap. So um, it doesn't say if it's in stock or not. Oh, well, but yeah, I mean, I'll just wait. I mean, it, yeah. it, I, I've been fine. Once you go into four low, it's a whole different ball game. Mm-hmm. I was going to the big ratio just because of I have to drive up and down a mountain every day. So mm-hmm. um, I was going for the big ratio just, just for that. Um, I don't really go long distances too much. I did 8,000 miles last year in it. So it's all very close local. Yeah. Um, How do you think it's going to tow now with 529s? So I don't, I don't know if, if it's going to tow better, but I think it's going to have more available gears. That'll be interesting so, to see the difference for sure. Yeah. Cause the, 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 the 50, the 50 to, you know, 60, 80 range is, is I think it's fine Yeah, because it can get down into those gears. But when it's struggling is first gear goes all the way to like 35, I think. I forget mm. what it is, but it goes to like 35 miles per hour. Yeah. So if I'm going up a grade, I can't get out of first gear. I can't hit that second gear. So now I'll shift out of first gear, probably around 25. Okay. And I'll be able to hit second gear and climb some RPM. So, mm. you know, imagine on your bicycle starting out in second gear versus um, first gear, it's that mm-hmm. same concept. But once you're going, you have available gears to choose from. So the top end won't be as much, but on grades and passes, mm-hmm. um, when I start slowing down, you know, if I'm going up a big hill with my trailer, I'll be full mm-hmm. throttle and I'll hit you on 50 and then I'll start slowing down to 40, you know, if I'm on a side road and that's where I need the gears in between, I need two gears to jump from. Yeah. And currently I don't have that. So, um, I think the biggest difference will be taken off from a start and hitting second gear and shifting or, or downshifting. Um, it'll be able to downshift sooner to okay. keep my speed up. I think so. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, it'll my, be my buddy, really cool to see my buddy, uh, up here, Ashley with an 80 series. He just put five twenty nines. He was between the four eighty eights and five twenty nines and he did the five twenty nines and I drove it and that thing, it just like you let off the, the brake pedal and it just like idles forward where mine just sits there and it's like, oh. help me, help me. <laughs> So I think it'll have a lot more, um, off the line, which a lot of the driving I do is, and it'll help me from not having to go into four low as much as I do. Cause if I'm yeah. on the trail, I can't drive in four high really. So, yeah. um, that's, that's kind of the, the, the thing that I'm hopeful, hopefully, you know, it's going to help. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm working for. It's about a 25 or 26% um, increase or decrease, whatever increase of hearing. Okay. So it was really interesting because the Jeep has uh, four, or sorry, 321s, I think, uh, and the Land Cruiser is 410s, right? So uh, when I was just, because we bought the Jeep uh, with, with like uh, Vroom, which is like a Carvana, but just different. So I'd never really test drove it before they delivered it. And it was kind of surprising the difference of how fast the Jeep in four low is going, right? Compared to the Land Cruiser, I mean. Mm. So it'll be really interesting from going to your 411s to 529s. I think you'll you'll yeah, notice. It'll huge, yeah, no, it'll be a huge. Yeah, crawling and four low is going to be a huge increase. So that's going to be, <clears throat> I mean, night and day difference. Definitely, because you can put the like you can put the low ratio crawl gears, which 
I might do in the future anyways, because those uh-huh. do another 25%. <clears throat> so is that the, the transfer case? The transfer or the, case gears. Yeah. Wow. I think they're the so same you, for the 80 and the 100. I think where, like you can, you can gear down the transfer case. Yeah. I don't know if they're, inter- I'm sure knowing you, you've done the research. So if you say yeah, they're I'm interchangeable, totally sure. I'll believe you, but <laughs> you know. I, I don't know exactly. But um, so you have, I think it's like a three point something to one currently okay. in the low range. Okay. When you do the transfer case gears, you do like a four point something. So it's like a 25% decrease mm. in gearing, or I don't know if it's back. I don't know if decrease yeah. or increase, whatever. but <clears throat> it's a 25%. I think it's reduction is the term. Yeah. Um, so you, you even crawl even slower. So that's, that's where you don't break as much stuff. Like LJ just put in this twin, twin, uh, transfer case, you know, gear. So he has, that'll be cool to experience double low, double low. And that, that keeps you from breaking things. It keeps you from doing the hopping, Mm -hmm. you know, you can do the slow hopping, um, which is not as bad as the fast hopping. I didn't do the four to one. I just did the twin stick conversion. Uh, twin stick so only, that's that's just changing the shifting the shifter that's all i changed i didn't change oh, the actual internal gears gotcha okay okay so you just added the shifter so you can do four high two-wheel drive correct then, so so what i was having trouble with is getting in and out of four-wheel drive um it yeah. was a real big pain like when i did the rally i guess the first year i did it in the jeep like there was like a couple of times where we would go from usually you're kind of going from trail. You might be on pavement for a little bit mm-hmm. and then back on a trail. And I was kind of going in and out of four wheel drive a lot. And it was, it was really hard. Like sometimes take up to five minutes to kind of get, wow. get it unbinded and get it out. And so I didn't want to deal with that this year. And so the twin stick um, allows you to just have gotcha. the, the front, uh engaged if that makes sense like you only you don't have to take it out um it's hard to explain i'm trying to figure it out but you have so you have one stick originally and it had front mm-hmm. and rear controls of the transfer case mm-hmm. going in and out at the same time and there's a lot of opportunity for that to be binded up yeah. uh, in a lot of situations and so when you do the twin stick you you control the front and the rear independently and, oh, which allows you to only be able to engage and disengage the front. The rear never has to be changed at all, if that makes sense. Got um, it. Okay. Never. So going in and out of four-wheel drive, there's there's a lot less opportunity for binding, which should allow me to be able to just pop it in neutral as we're rolling out, slam it back down, and then Keep kick going. it back down the road, right? Okay. We don't it shouldn't be be an issue. So that was that was more of like a I don't want to be dealing with that <laughs> quality of life improvement <laughs> performance. Gotcha. gotcha. I thought exactly. you meant it was a twin twin transfer case. You added on another reduction. I didn't No. Okay. No, I didn't go that far. Um, I do cool. want to do the four to one conversion of the gearing. Uh, I just haven't gotten to that phase. You probably don't of, need to now though. Right. Cause you're at what? Five thirteens. Uh, no, I'm four fifty six. Four fifty sixes. Or that was mm-hmm. that's high compared to you had a two something, right? It's two seventy-three originally. Yeah. Are you kidding? That's what is it wasn't in the wow. Okay. Yep. So um, so yeah, so I don't know, and I, I haven't wheeled with it yet, you know. Um, so we're we're getting close to that. I, I need to get it out and do an actual wheeling shakedown, <clears throat> right? We did the but you did do a shakedown, yeah. I want to hear yeah. about that. 
yeah, we took it to Knoxville, mm-hmm. uh, the Land Cruiser. I was going to drive it to Knoxville because it's a Land Cruiser, and uh, <laughs> it decided that was when it decided to seize the rear caliper. And so I was like, "Well, I can't really drive this to Knoxville <laughs> when it's smoking like nope. this." Yeah. <laughs> nope. So, uh, so I drove it back home, and my wife's like, "You're not taking my car," and I was like, <laughs> "Okay." I was like, "I can't get a caliper right now. I guess I could." I was like, mm-hmm. "Or I can just drive this Jeep." that is perfectly fine and it's a perfectly nice day to go drive a jeep for a few hours (laughs) Uh, and so yeah so i just took all my stuff i took my bag so i had a cooler and so i took my bag and i just put all my all my stuff in the cooler so that way i could keep it airtight (laughs) so if it did rain on it all my stuff stay dry nice Um, okay because i don't have an actual top on the jeep right now Uh, Mm -hmm. i have like a little it's like a screen kind of thing. Yeah. Like I can't the remember mesh. what it's called. Like a spider shade mesh. is what it's called. But it's like a mesh where it just keeps the sun from just being so hot on you. Uh, so yeah. And then I it, I drove it out and it drove out fine for a hundred and you know eighty miles from yeah. Nashville to Knoxville on back roads. Awesome. Uh, and yeah, and it just temp, it just did it. Temps were good. Everything was. Yeah, I mean the temps kind of moved around a little bit. Um, sure. It was about ninety degrees that day, so it was it was a decently hot day. It was getting there, and yeah. as I was climbing certain hills, if I was in it for a while, it would kind of climb up. But it never, it never got to like a point where I was really nervous about Concerned. it. Like I think it's just a good. It was still the green. It was just moving. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got think it. it's good. And, and what I've noticed too is it's cooled down this week. The temps like. It runs so Beautiful. much better. And I yeah. remember it being that way when I was driving a lot before the rear axle mm-hmm. issues that when it got cooler, I never had any, any heating issues. Um, yeah. We did the rally in May when I did it and it was still cool. Like it never got above 85 and the temps oh, were yeah. never an issue for us. Uh, so those, they were good. Temps were good. Everything rolled good. The power <laughs> steering pump, it kind of squeals like a pig. Um, <laughs> it did that before I left for Knoxville. So I wasn't yeah. surprised. Uh, it didn't really get worse either. Yeah. So, um, I have a new power steering pump here at the house now, a high flow P, uh, PSC mm-hmm. power steering pump that, um, I'll okay. put on at some point before the rally um i've just been Do you think it. that's because the 35s you threw on there that it's doing more so. work yes that makes yes. sense because okay. it was not making that noise and it actually started messing up a little bit on when i got back from Tullahoma on that first mm. long drive okay um and it's just kind of gotten worse and yeah. it just kind of makes a bunch of noise and makes a bunch of racket so that's the only real thing. I've got a rear main seal leak. I'm not going to address that before the rally. I've got a transmission pan leak. I'm not going to address that either before the rally. I'm just going to make sure my fluids are topped off. Um, yeah. I got to change the diff fluid in both the axles. I've gotten to my 500 mile break in. Uh, I've not died. Uh, somehow <laughs> this install, I would say works at wow. this point is still connected and everything good. still works. That's really good. Um, it's currently the only driving vehicle <laughs> that I have for myself. The Land Cruiser is currently down. So, yep. and has been down for like a week. <laughs> so it's been all Jeep all the time, uh, which I'm <laughs> yeah. totally okay with. Oh, yeah. Um, especially this time of year. Yeah. Um, but really the only, I guess, um, I guess I did do a lot of stuff too with those since the last podcast I did. I installed the dual compressor, did nice. all the wiring for that plumbed all the airlines for the air lockers. Um, of course the solenoid had to go in there, uh, installed mm-hmm. the winch new winch bumper. Also this bumper allows me to flat to it as well. So it, oh, it works nice. with the whole kit with Smitty yeah. built, um, that, so I can flat to it with the land cruiser. If I ever want to like tow it somewhere, but have the camping 
setup mm-hmm. of the Land Cruiser. Yeah, um, that's nice. I put the spare tire carrier back on uh, because we will need fuel uh, because this thing guzzles gas with the new gears. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm I'm getting a top delivered here this weekend, a new hard top for it. Um, that's a little bit flatter. Doesn't rise okay. as much and should be able to allow me to get in there, stay in the garage and park it in there. Uh, so that gets wow. your, um, oh, nice. this weekend and mm-hmm. I'll sell the hard top that's above me right now. Uh, once that gets here, uh, yeah. that should fly off the shelves in like a, a week. Cause oh, yeah. there's not many, there's not many of those out. So the one yeah, I found, no. I just got, I got lucky and he had a price really high and I called him and, was like, hey man, and we just talked Jeep for like thirty minutes. He was like, man, what do you want to pay for it, dude? I said, <laughs> <laughs> worked your charm on him, huh? Nice. No, was, he was like, he was like, I just didn't, like, I, I didn't want to just, you know, some guy wanted to put it on a Ranger, and some other guy. He told me these stories with these guys. He was like, I'm just glad it's going to somebody that has a scrambler that's going to use it and it's going to yeah. get. You know, and so I had a feeling once I talked to him mm-hmm. and I talked to him, I was like, yeah, dude, like oh, nice. to go on a Jeep, it's going to get used. Uh, but I'll do the same thing with this top to where, you know, I'm not going to sell it to somebody that <clears throat> is going to try to morph it onto a Ford Ranger. I'm like, sorry, yeah. bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> There's somebody who's trying to restore and save an old classic and they're going to want this for theirs. So we're going to make Get sure it gets, it gets to that. Um, but nice. yeah, so new top. I put speakers in it. I rewired everything. So like, I wow. really didn't, I mean, my wiring was, was okay before. Um, it was just okay. Let's just say that. Yeah. And so, <laughs> okay. uh, I went through and I rewired everything and really, and I waterproofed everything really, really uh, good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really wasn't confident idea. in my waterproofing before it worked and it, I, you know, but I was just so like, man, but now, yeah. Now I'm confident because I got caught yeah. in some rain. Uh, <laughs> I saw those times. stories. Yeah. Those were amazing. <laughs> With a smile on your face. Those. I got caught in some storms. Luckily, they were times where, you know, it wasn't bad. I got caught in one storm coming back from Knoxville. It yep. wasn't a storm. It was like a that kind of misty drizzle that happens in the Smoky mm-hmm. Mountains, if that yep. makes sense. Um, yeah. So it was that for like an hour. So mm-hmm. it wasn't terrible, but it allowed me to find everywhere water may leak. Uh, and so <laughs> I do need Jeff. Thanks for the recommendation. You did hook me up with a, a link for a windshield sealant. So oh, I'm yeah. going oh, nice. to drop that in once we get the hard top on. And then mm-hmm. we'll find out, you know, if that's still a leak point or not in the windshield. Um, but the goal would be to not have any leaks in it. I'm, I think I'm close. Yeah. I've worked on it for five years now. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. Uh, yeah, that's you're getting there. So once so, you get the new hardtop, are you going to be 100% hardtop all the time? Or are you going to still pull it off and hang it in your garage on nice days? Yeah, well, so I, I normally take it off like in May time frame. Sure. And mm-hmm. then I'll put it back on around this time of the year, right? Like once yeah. it gets chilly at night, you know, to drive home like from a ball game or something, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll throw it back on. So it's time of, that's time of the year where I'll throw it back on. So yeah, I'll put it on. Um, like I said, I'll sell this top that's above me. And then, yep. you know, around summertime next year, we'll rip off that top and go topless cool. for the rest of the summer. There Cause that's just, I mean, it's a Jeep. That's what you, you that's to. why I have it is to, yep. you know, I, I had a motorcycle when I was in college and I loved it. And now having a motorcycle is just not really a wise move for yeah. being a provider and all those things in there. Yeah. And living in Nashville would suck to have a motorcycle because there's oh, just so much sure. traffic. 
so many uh, so times I've written mine in the last year, probably three <laughs> times. <laughs> and so the Jeep was like my way of like being able to get that feeling of sure being free and open and not having a whole car around you on nice days to actually yeah. enjoy being outside and driving. And so, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, summertime, it's gotta be off. So I, I, I do it. There's stages though. There's stages and I'm okay. sure you're a Jeep guy. So, you know, it. now it's a Jeep podcast. We can talk about yeah. it. So, uh, <laughs> so when the, when the hard top goes on, uh, yeah. this weekend, the doors will come off. Right. Okay. So yep. makes sense. I have the doors on with no top. Uh, mm-hmm. But when the top goes on, I'll take the doors off. So that way, there's still got a little bit of that Jeep feeling yep. until it gets to the point that you <laughs> want doors on. You're going to put little ducks on people, too? <laughs> no, little, no. The rubber ducks. Dude, uh, Jessica got some ducks. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. Like the first day or two, she got ducks. And I, she was probably loving it. Like, I yeeted awesome. it into the trash can. So, so are we duck people? <laughs> or are, we, are we a no duck, no duck podcast? I, listen. If if that's your thing, you do you. I'll leave it at that. Uh, I someone brought actually a buddy of mine. Uh, he's actually a listener of the podcast ADV LX470. He said, "Why don't you use the ducks Yo-yo. for Olivia's?" Yeah, what's up, Matt? Uh, he said, "Why don't you <laughs> use the ducks for Olivia's bath time?" My daughter. I was like, you know what? That's a really good idea. So I've become less of anti duck and more of like, okay, I'll, I'll, free toys for Olivia. Um, um, they grow but, mold inside of them. Did you know that? No, I did not. That's disgusting. They, so, they I said, water throw, yeah. throw them in the well, trash. Okay, well, I'm throwing them in the trash. So I'm an anti duck <laughs> now. So <laughs> I don't know. I just I, I'm I'm cool with the wave, the the Jeep wave, because it has history behind it and there's a historical reference to it. Um, Do you wave at everybody? Every... So there's, a, there's a hierarchy, right? Like there, there's <laughs> oh. a hierarchy, right? So like, wow, if, this gets if, deep, Jeff. This here we go. Deep. Multi-level. Here's 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 the the beans. Sounds like a Ponzi this. scheme here. If, if scheme. I if if I have the newer Jeep, I should wave first. That's that's my theory on that. So what? if if LJ and I are passing each other on a highway on a road, I wave first. He waves. It's a respect thing, right? But if a JL, a newer model, waves, or if, if a newer model drives by and doesn't wave at me, I don't wave because he didn't wave first. It's it's oh, a it's a mind you just game. Thing. Yourselves. <laughs> yeah, I see it as the older Jeep should wave at him and be like, ha, this is gonna be you in 10 years. <laughs> no, it's a respect thing. It's like, hey, I see you as the old YJ CJ TJs. I respect uh, you. But yeah, that's Man, the whole history behind Jeeps. We wouldn't have Land Cruisers, Land Cruisers without Jeeps. So, um, yeah, that that's when they first facts. put out BJ's. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, Toyota couldn't come up with a. Uh, I guess Japan didn't really have a good platform for their no. uh, vehicles. So, cool, cool history. If you've never researched it, it's definitely worth a listen, or at least worth a worth a review. So. You can't forget Ford either. Ford was a big, uh, big yeah. builder of Jeeps originally. Yep, it's nuts. Um, huh. Well, yeah. So I don't, I don't have much. Speaking of rally prep, I don't have much left for for the Jeep. I don't think I just got some maintenance stuff to get done, and we'll throw it on a trailer and uh, get it out there to the rally and rally nice. it. Oh, I forgot. I totally forgot. I've got to like make room for for the tires. I haven't done that yet. 
Oh, um, yeah, that's a tires. major problem still. Um, as these oh. springs have settled, I've got some some rubbish that I've got to address. <laughs> also, have a ten pound sledgehammer. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna cut some stuff out of the way. Nice, and we're just gonna be good with it. Um, I just got to do that part. I have uh, uh, what's TJ flares fender flares That's so right. you can use That'll those help, right? and they um yeah because the cj flares like they come in mm-hmm. uh, or the the tj flares go straight out so you get like three inches uh of clearance just by changing the the, the fender flares but it makes yeah. the jeep look a little different because it doesn't have that kind of old cj flare yeah. look mm-hmm. but that old cj flare look is going to get ripped off in the hunger games of fender flares <laughs> Uh, if yeah. I don't go ahead and remove yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So exactly. I gotta do that. I, I forgot I do I do get new tires. I got some well, they're not new, they're used. Thanks, Dan. I don't know if Dan's a listener. I think Dan's might be a listener. Maybe uh, I'm not sure. But thank you. If you are, uh he sold me his old much reins. So they're nice. new to me. KM threes. KM three. So, KM3. so mm-hmm. uh my KM threes were as good, if not just as good as the Patagonia. No, 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 no. Remember you had my... KM2s. Is that right? You had KM2s. No, <laughs> your Patagonia's. You're still gonna get shit from you, Patties. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yep. So I'll I'll, I'll learn how. Uh, I guess I'll learn how KM3s perform off road. Uh, so at some point, I've got to go get those slapped on there. I probably should get those slapped on before I do my fitting and cutting. Trimming. Yeah. How uh, should? Have y'all ever done that? I, I, I'm having trouble figuring out how I should try to. Um... So technically, on coil sprung vehicles, you would you would remove the coil, remove it, mm-hmm. and then you would put it down on the jack stands. Um, right, and right. Then you can see it. No, um, no. I've got uh, these big ass metal things <laughs> in my way. Yeah, you are not going to be able to do that very easily. So yeah, do I just like? I don't know. Do I go I, find a I ditch? Mean, <laughs> you could, you could, you could, yeah, you could grab a ditch if you can go somewhere where you can get off camber or something like that. Then that would allow you to um, test it or something to flex on, you know, drive yeah. up on on something mm-hmm. um, on a curb or Starbucks parking lot. Um, that it would definitely be a place, Steve's territory to go <laughs> to the, one of those type of places. <laughs> but um, yeah, you typically would take the, um, you would take the springs out to do that. So yeah, obviously that wouldn't um, work for what you're doing since yeah, you just so did that. We'll have to figure it out. I still got to find out how to do that. That's got to be something to get done, I guess. No, maybe um, we can hit the dirt devil, you know, take the Jeeps out and hit the dirt devil. And cause Jessica actually, now that she has it, she wants to learn how to wheel. So, um, so, Oh, okay. So I'm showing you pi- pictures of what I've done. The jack. Okay. Drive onto a floor jack, you push it up. Um, so mm. I, I, I'm if you guys want to know this, I'm showing a picture of an old truck that I had in high school. Um, and you would jack the truck, sick. you would jack <laughs> the truck up on a floor jack. So you drive onto a floor jack and then you could jack the truck up and you could get your flex to see where things were um potentially rubbing. Um, and you can see some clearance and stuff if you needed to. No, that's huge. That's exactly what I need to do. Yeah, that'll help you. Uh, that'll help you. And, you know, obviously, if you're going to do that, you got to sit in the car with the brakes on. Um, sure. So you don't roll, 
off the jack and jack your stuff up. So that's my advice. Have the uh, someone sit inside the car and hold their phone. Oh, I got a phone, a friend. They got to trust me. Yeah, phone mm-hmm. a friend. That'd be big. That'd be that real is big. true. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I got to figure that out. That's got to be done before the rally, though, because if not, things will get bad. I mean, you'll just start chipping your tires, right? Yeah, chipping holes, yeah, I'll start chunking them. Which they'll get chunky very, very easily. Yeah, I, there's chunks out of my Patagonias now. I never no, surprised me. Surely not. <laughs> no, they are. Uh, you, they are from. It's from the fen- the tire hitting the fenders and stuff. So, not Sheesh. the rocks. Not the rocks. No, not the rocks. Mm-hmm. Got it. Well, uh, hey, but. We've got the yeah. rally coming up, guys. We've got to get our shit together a little bit here and um, make sure uh, we get through it. First yep. and foremost, we've got quite the Motley crew this year. I'm excited about it. We do. Yep. Yep. This is going to be a good experience. Fun. I'm very excited uh, about it. Seeing Steve. So, Steve, I, I had a little, little memory lane here. My first mm-hmm. kind of real willing trip was the rally in the Jeep. So, I, I'm excited. Oh, to, cool. To witness it from this perspective, Heck and yeah. uh, it'll come and full circle you. for you. Yeah, well, I was t- I was talking to Jeff. I was like, day one is going to feel really overwhelming for you, probably. Okay, but like day two, you're going to wake up and just be like, "Let's do it." Like Let's go. you'll just kind of yeah. like zone in almost. If that makes cool. sense because even day one for me last year, it's a shock a little bit because like it's a it's high. Not, you don't, yeah, every day you don't just go out and wheel for six hours, you know, yeah. and. So you're just like, you've been building up. It's exciting. And then yeah, you get yeah. those first obstacles and you're like, oh, we're in it. Oh, yeah. we're in it now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because yep. oh, you'll just man. be cruising along. I mean, you'll be cruising along on some random road. And then all of a sudden, boom, you're going on this trail that says land cruisers only. And you're like, oh my God, I'm literally <laughs> like, this is a side-by-side trail that we're going yeah. down in our cars. Yeah. Um, and that's when it hits you. And then you're just adrenaline peaks. Yeah. And then from there you know, it doesn't stop until you like stop and get out of the car and like take a break for a minute mm-hmm. and then catch yourself, but you'll get out and you'll be like, Oh my God, I'm still like fired up. So yeah, I'm just, I'm just excited to push the limits of, of myself. Right. And, and like go outside my comfort zone because you can't really do that without something like this event. Right. Cause you never want to do that solo because if you do it solo, it's, it's, you can end the tragedy, but yeah. being with a group of guys that I trust in, in imperatively and, and knowing that they've done these sort of things, I'm going to learn so much. So man, my, my excitement level for this is, is through the roof. Oh yeah. So yeah, you're going to have fun. You got, you got Eric riding with you too. Eric, yep. a G he's yeah. been there, done it. He'll uh he'll tell you yeah, the lines. He's, he's done the same amount of rallies as I have. He's he was my co-driver the first year. Cool. Okay. And then he uh joined as driver of his own vehicle in the, the mm-hmm. second year. He bought that rig for the rally to build it to for, almost for the <laughs> rally, kind of. That's amazing. So yeah, it was ready to go. See, before before I, I started. Uh, I guess before I agreed to this, I always, I always had a vision of I'd be a co-driver first to see how it happens. But I'm oh, actually no, really thankful. No, I'm really thankful of how this how this unfolded because I get like the the raw uncensored version in my own vehicle 
that I use day to day and I get to wheel and, and, you know, um, experience it all in my own vehicle. So yeah, my, like I said, my excitement level to, to, to wheel and honor is, is, you know, uh, I'm so, so excited for this to run with y'all this year. This is going to be, I, I don't know if I get more, obviously the, I think the wheeling is more exciting, but like the camping, like the whole yeah. experience itself is, is just a good weekend. It's, yeah. uh, it's kind of like the end of the, like, that's my last couple of years. It's been kind of the end of that season and end of the mm, holiday season kind of transition. Yeah. Right. And because you get right into Thanksgiving and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but man, we're going to have a blast. It's I'm be so fun. excited. Uh, yeah. We got to get, uh, we'll get Zach back on here. They just mapped. Their trucks oh, look yeah. like absolute dog shit. Um, <laughs> it <did>. so, <laughs> yeah, it looks brutal. It looks very. It will brutal. get muddy. That will yes. happen. Uh, they look like they went through hell and back in those rigs. So yeah. we'll have a. Yeah, I didn't see any like pictures of body damage or anything like that, which is good. Um, I normally see that from those, so that tells me that maybe we're on trails that are wide enough for Land Cruisers. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> It was really just the one spot this year or last year. It was just yeah, that one that tree. Yep. So and they cut it and we should no, have just cut that thing down. Yeah. Done. Chainsaw. Chainsaw <laughs> no this problems. year for sure. Uh, but yeah, so with that, um, mm-hmm. we got some stuff we were talking about earlier. We got, we got some folks to catch up with. Um, I yep. know I've been talking with Will. Will's going to get back on here in this fall season of recordings. Uh, we'll get back on with Russ and Liz. They are currently in Alaska mm-hmm. right now doing it. Oh, it's been um, so fun following them. Yeah. A lot of if, fun. If you're not yeah. following them, seriously, go check them out. They've, they're such a, amazing people doing amazing things. So shout out to them. Yeah. It's steelcities.russ on uh, Instagram. And yeah, they're from uh, Georgia. Uh, Birmingham, Alabama. 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 Okay. Alabama. Alabama. To... <laughs> <laughs> All the way up to Alaska. So that's insane. That's cool. That's really good cool stuff. stuff. That was good catching up, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and no, that was fun. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll get some stuff moving. Excited to get back in the seat here on the mic with you guys tonight and get some more stuff in the in, in the works here. So uh tonight was fun and yep. the rally is gonna be even more fun. Yes. Uh, so I'm going to get back to work and make sure this thing's ready. <laughs> nice. Y'all have a good rest of your week. All right. Thanks, y'all. Thanks.